Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Welcome, listener. How are you? We're glad you are doing well. Welcome back, by the way. Okay, um, I'm going to get right into this topic today. I was looking through your questions around the world, and I saw one that I think really is really, really, really important, and this really needs to be addressed. Um, and it's quite a, it's, you know, it seems like this would be um, really not a big issue at all, but it is something that we need to talk about on, on Aaron's show, because this is a very serious issue. Uh, for uh, blind people and um, for the sighted society that we live in, someone asked in in the group, and I'm I of course I do not say who you are, uh, but someone asked that they are going to be basically chairing some sort of a organization that will in fact um, provide personal assistance. To it seems to be blind people or maybe people in wheelchairs. Now, I, I'm going to PM. I'm going to PM you, um, and you will see who you are. Um, but you know, I, I certainly have some comments that I would like to make um, about about this about this very thing. Okay, it is critically important. That when someone offers you help, it is critically important that we in the community are incredibly careful about several things. Number one, we have to be very careful how we accept help. Number two, we have to be very careful about how we respond to the person helping us. And number three, we have to be very careful when it comes to understanding what the help truly meant. Okay? There are literally so many examples of this um, that I can go that I can go that I can go off of in my life where people have been helpful. And the Basic life lesson here is this. If someone is, you know, truly, truly, truly being helpful, then you need to be truly appreciative. You must always say thank you. Um, but here is really where I'm able to kind of get into my opinion about this. That I think, for the most part... These types of organizations that help people with disabilities or provide personal assistance with disabilities, for the most part, are actually not what we probably want. And I can tell you why. There have been, I cannot count, the number of times as a child, as a teenager, um, 
or even now, you know, look, looking back on it, or even, even today, where people have, I, I suppose the issue is people are, I, I guess I'm going to phrase it like this. People are either one of two things. People either honestly try to be helpful, or they truly mean to be helpful, but they are not helpful at all. Let me give you an example. I have seen, especially within the last 10 years, I have seen an enormously high number of people who work in the transportation field, whether it be train stations or airports, or you know where you are, you know who you are. Um, people, People who work in airports tend to be and I've noticed it many times, tend to be incredibly ignorant uh, when it comes to being helpful. Um, I will give, um, I mean, I can give you an example right here. I mean, once when I was in an airport with my guide dog, I asked um, where the best place to go, um, allow my dog to go use the bathroom would be. And the response that the agent gave was, well, go look at the sign. So... You know, I, I I understand that people who work in airports may not be perhaps the most, um, you know, I, I understand that's perhaps a job that is done by someone who maybe had a hard time in life, maybe can't do anything else. I, I do understand that, but I am still concerned that we have this notion of help in our society, that Blind people need help or people in wheelchairs need help. Well, for the most part, we really do not need help. And so, you know, there was there was that issue. Um, there's issues, you know, in my own country with a lot of government agencies claiming that they will help people with disabilities. But in my in my opinion, a lot of these government agencies that are around in my country or in perhaps your own country truly are just in it for sim- simply to make money. The reason why anything happens today all revolves around money. So I've kind of come to conclude that basically asking for help uh, from someone it's just really not, it's really not good. Um, um, unless it is truly, uh, unless we feel that we are in physical danger, or unless it is a very, very urgent situation, I will advocate on this podcast to say we should not ask for help. Because usually the help that we will be given might not be very good. Or, worst case scenario, the help that we are given might be harmful. So you you have to understand, you know, please understand that, you know, that issue. Um, and the, the other thing to think about in this, in this concept and in, and in this idea is several things. Number one, what does the sighted person think when they help us? Do they think, oh, this is fun, I'm helping a blind person, or do they really in their heart think, Oh, that's a poor that's a poor person with a disability. They're they're ignorant. They can't do things. And I would venture to say that probably if 
a sighted person is helping a blind person in a public situation, they probably believe the latter, as in, oh, this blind person's too too stupid and too ignorant to be able to do anything. So they probably they probably think that. Um, and more often than not, I have seen that the help that they give is usually not the help that we would want. Now, I mean, there are there are exceptions, okay. There, there are certainly exceptions where it's appropriate, but I think for the most part, it's the other way around. It's usually, I would say, I'm, I'm going to argue in today's episode that it's usually not okay to accept help unless it is a very serious and very specific circumstance. Um, and And the help that we are given is oftentimes just, it just doesn't go over well in the overall, the overall community. Um, and then the other the other issue that I that I can bring up easily about this is so then if society feels that we are you know ignorant as blind people or or people with disabilities by the way um, Aaron's show is not just for blind for blind listeners this, this show is for every listener um, but I certainly gear the episodes towards issues that involve blindness for sure but anyone can come on and talk to me anyone can listen to this show I don't care what your disability is I don't care if you're sighted come and talk to me but um, yeah you know <clears throat> we, we also have to think when, when we're being helped or when we're accepting help that Usually the help that the person is giving us is perceived to be a burden, meaning the person who's helping us feels that we are burdening them. And you really, you really, really, really do not want to, you know, burden someone um, uh, unless you have no other option. Okay, unless you feel that they're true, that this has to be this way and that there truly is no other way to accomplish, you know, task uh, X, for for example. So that that is really that is really, really, really important, I think, um, for our for our community. Now, what are ways the, the other the other important question is this. So then if, for example, if we are. Um, you, you know, helping if we're, you know, so concerned with being helped, then really, what are some what are some ways that we can we can contribute, or you know, what are some ways um that we can behave in in an appropriate way? And I I have several I have several answers about about this very thing, okay? First first answer that I would I would advocate for is that I think that blind people really need to attend university and not only attend university, but I think blind people need to graduate from university. Now, as it comes to this topic, I will I will tell you that I have a lot of conflicting and conflicted beliefs and opinions about universities, okay? I tend to think that university is a necessary evil, actually. Because for the most part, when you enter university, and I know when I entered university, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. I had no interest in being a teacher, 
and I had no interest um, in being a broadcaster. But what what ends up happening is, you know, if you go about it the right way, you go through your university and you end up graduating with a degree, and that's that, and that's great, because if you have a degree. Hopefully, society will start to see that your blindness or your disability was an asset in your education, was a motivational tool in your education. And hopefully, society will stop viewing you as a burden. And hopefully, society will start to think, well, if you have a degree, maybe you can be, you know, maybe you can be more more productive in your own life. Okay. I, I'm not now. I am not convinced. By the way, I, I say this, but this is this is very. I know I'm very. I'm, I'm kind of contradicting myself in this episode. I I say this that it's important for blind people to attend university, while at the same time I am I am also not a hundred percent convinced that either attending university or not attending university is a factor in success. Okay. So, you know, do not feel bad if you're, you know, someone in our community who didn't go to university for, and there could have been, could have been a lot of reasons, okay? It's not, not the end of the world, but you still need to find success. You, you still need to be successful in some way. That's, that's really what I think. Um, and I still think that if, if you did not go to university, that's not the end of the world, but you still need to be working. You still need to have some capacity, find, find a capacity where you, where you are able, you know, able to work. I, um, but still I tend to think though that if you have a, if you graduated from university, the chances of society believing in you and the chances of society believing that you know, that you are an asset to society are probably a little bit higher. However, I will warn you that I still have faced discrimination even after graduation from a four-year institution. And I've faced this discrimination because I feel that, in my opinion, I feel that America is a very judgmental and discriminatory uh, country. By the way, I've been all over the world. Um, I'm, I, I don't share with people you know, all of the details of my travels, but I'll tell you, um, oh yeah, I forget, did, did I ever tell you this in my intro? Well, 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 it, well, if I did, I'm telling you now, and if not, um, you can push the fast forward and skip this tiny little segment here where I talk about where I've been and why I went there. But yeah, I've been to England, um, I've been to France twice because I, I speak French, French is my second language. Um, I've been to Poland, I've been to Austria, the Czech Republic, um, I've been to St. Lucia, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, and I might have been to a couple other places I, that, I, that I keep to myself. But um, I've done a lot of traveling, and I've noticed overall that the other countries that I have been to um, are not or were not nearly as judgmental in the same way that America is. Now, there probably are a lot of problems for people with disabilities in these other countries. In fact, I know that there must be, because I will tell you that I've been to France twice, and I've spoke, and you know, I'm able to speak with French people. And the impression that I get about French society is that, um, you know, blind people really don't work. You know, you might be able to work from home. You might. Uh, 
you might be able to work from home, you might be able to do something like that. But really, probably unless you have, you know, unlimited unlimited power or unlimited connections in the French society, you probably are not, are probably not actually working. Now, if you're French and you're blind and you disagree, then come and do, come and host, a, host an episode with me. Talk to me about it. Um, we, we can even speak French. I'm perfectly comfortable speaking a little bit in French. Um, if you can speak a little bit in English with our listeners. So, you know, if this, if you feel that this is not accurate, then please come to me and explain to me, you know, what is really going on in France. I don't know. I've only been there twice. Okay. I've been to Montpellier. I've been to Nice. I've been to Exxon. Okay. Je suis allé à Nice. Exxon. Et Montpellier. Okay. Excuse me. But, um, but regardless, I, I think that Although a lot of, you know, Western European countries pride themselves on, you know, including people with disabilities, I think the, I think the greater reality for the majority of people in these countries who are blind or have a disability is that most of these people are not working. All right. Um, now we could now you can come on now you we can do an episode and you can we could try to make comparisons but that's just that's just not fair and that's just not necessary okay you could try to tell me well um Aaron in France uh, people are nicer to blind people in France than they are in the United States well that's actually an opinion that I have um and I actually think it's true to an extent so you know it kind of it kind of depends on what you really want. Would you rather be working? I and, and I don't know. You tell me. You tell me out there, guys. I don't know. Would you rather work in a country with judgmental people or would you rather not work in a country with people who are nice? I don't know. I don't know which one's better. Um, but usually it's one or the other because I think that one of the side effects, as I've taught to students, is that one of the side effects of living in a democracy, living in a free country, is that people are free to be ignorant. Um, and people are free to be just as helpful as they, just as much of a help as they can be a hindrance. So I'm not, you know, I, I don't really know what is better, but I do know what I think blind people need to start doing, which is to, for the most part, stop being a burden. For the most part, stop, you know, stop sitting at home. Um, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that there. Are, if there's look, if there's some specific real reason, maybe in your family, in your personal life, why you are not able to work, I I I I can understand that. So I'm just speaking to the masses. I'm just speaking to most of you out there. Okay, um, and I'm just speaking to the masses of you. The m- most of you, really. People need people really need to start working and really need to start finding something that's something that they enjoy doing and something that they really you know really 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 want to do uh, with you know with, with with their life. So again, another you know then the then the other question then comes. So I I guess you can make the argument. So if you don't want to be a burden on society anymore, if you do not want to uh, constantly, uh, you know, 
constantly collect, um, you know, government help and things, you know, and things like that, then really, what are some things that we can be doing? Well, the first, the first huge thing is that we can, as I said, we can graduate from a university and we can start, start working. Okay. I started working four years ago as a teacher. Um, and for me, it's the best job. And I think for, um, a, a lot of people, you know, a, a lot of people don't like to teach. And I, I don't know when you, you know, when you love a job, when you love being a teacher, you don't really understand it. You know, I think it's the best thing because I can constantly learn from the world. Um, but you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't really know what, what this huge aversion is to being a teacher. I think it's amazing. And I think it's, I, I always enjoy doing it, no matter how much or how little, it's always positive for me. But I think I'm someone, I hope that I'm someone who was supposed to be a teacher. And that was supposed to be my, my job, is being a teacher. But um, I, I think that finding a job that you really enjoy is is really good. And look, it's okay, guys. If you're working, I I don't care, okay? If you're working at Walmart, I don't care, Great. If you're working in a fast food restaurant, great. Um, if you're making minimum wage, great. But just keep working. That is immensely important. That you are you are an active, um, <clears throat> an, an active worker. the the second The second huge, you know, idea or the second um, bit of advice that I have is when we are not working. We need to find things that are appropriate uses of time that are really, 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 really good for us to do. All right. And one of them is, of course, um, you know, educating ourselves about what goes on around the world. You know, I think that's a really, really good idea. Such as... um, Watching educational YouTube videos. Now, as I've told you, I watch a lot of silly stuff on YouTube. I watch a lot of videos about um, snakes, my dream pet snakes, and reptiles, and and horror, and and creative content, and things like that. But there are there are you know a lot, a lot, a lot of really, really, really good resources on YouTube. Um, and it's just really good to to be educated and informed about what goes on around the world. You know. The, um, the, the, the second thing that I think, uh, would be a really, really good activity to do in life, wherever you are, whatever you might be doing, <clears throat> is to find a way to volunteer in your community. That's a really, actually, I would argue that it's a life skill. When it's done appropriately, I think it's a life skill, knowing how to be an appropriate volunteer. As I said, I don't want to repeat myself, but I'll do it this once. I'll repeat myself. Actually, I'm probably going to. Re- I might repeat. I might. I might repeat myself a lot on this show. You. You, you never know. So, um, you know, for me, volunteering. I, I do a lot of volunteering at my nature center where I take care of some of our our snakes and things like that. And it's not for everyone, for sure. But you should find a way to volunteer. You know, in your in your community, in your way. The the other really, really, really good activity to do if you're blind is please join your local Lions Club. Um, 
they they do amazing work for blind people. I'm a member of the Lions Club. We do great work for blind people, people who are deaf, and people who um, are diabetic. And we do great work for everyone else. We do great great service work for everybody too. So yeah, join your local Lions Club. They are a, it's a really good organization. There's a lot to do. Um, let's see, what do I do? Um, I tend to volunteer at tournaments. We have golf tournaments. We have uh, different activities, maybe a blood drive, maybe a, um, a festival or something at a fair. You know, there's all sorts of things that can be done with this, uh, with this issue. Um, then, you know, finally, or, or not, not really finally, but I guess one of the biggest points that I want to make um, before we start to kind of, you know, tie all of this together back to the question and back to the whole, you know, idea of, okay, so you're going to be sitting at home listening, you know, in the world, and you're going to be thinking, so Aaron, you've already said that it's really not, you know, really not a good idea to be so accepting of help, and that the help that we, the help that we get is really is really not good to begin with. And there's a lot of negative, there's a lot of downsides to it. And it's just not a good idea. So then you're kind of, kind of left with the question, well, then if it's not a good idea to accept help, what is something else that I should be doing? And I think that the, really the best thing, as I said, is volunteering and trying to go to another part of the world and volunteer and do something, do something really productive. I will tell you that about, um, oh goodness, about five years ago now. Yeah, that was a long time ago, really, when you think about it. About five years ago, um, I went to the island nation of St. Lucia. Now, St. Lucia is near Dominica and it is near Martinique in the Eastern uh, Caribbean. So it's kind of in that part of the world. It's a small island and it's a beautiful place. And I volunteered there for six weeks. And I taught the blind people there how to use technology and stuff like that and Basically, I had a really good experience living, living in another country um, and experiencing, you know, how how people live in that in that society. Um, and one of my one of my students was actually a very interesting man. He was a retired police officer and uh, he was he was a character. He was a really, a really fascinating person to speak with. He had a lot of a lot of knowledge about the world um, and he had he had some really, really good perspective on life. So, yeah, if I ever came back, I would I would talk to him again. I would remember what his name is. And I, I do remember what his name is. Um, and so, you know, I, I would really strongly advise that if you're thinking about, you know, volunteering overseas, um, especially um, if you are, if you have not graduated from university yet, or especially if you um, are not going to go to university in the first place, then I would I would recommend that you try to volunteer overseas, because I think that if you're able to do it, and if it's an appropriate country and if it's an appropriate place, it will really serve you well and it will really 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 
uh, be helpful in your life. <clears throat> so let's see. So today, here's um, basically what what this you know episode today was that it, talking about the notion that you know if, if someone tries to help us, it might not it might not be helpful, right? So we need to be very careful about about that issue, about accepting help, about not burdening people. Um, and if we do accept help, it has to be in a very, very, very rare circumstance. <clears throat> so to the question of, and it wasn't really, wasn't really a question, but someone posted that they are going to be the chair of some sort of an organization. Don't 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 worry if you're listening. Um, I'm I'm going to PM, so you're you're going to receive a message in Messenger, and you're you're, you're going to see who you are. Um, so you know they wanted to know you know what resources might be out there. Um, so what I want what, what I want you to do is I want you to listen to this episode, and um, if you want to talk to me about it, come come on my show and talk. Um, there's a lot of ways you could do that. Uh, you could even respond to me on Messenger. You could leave clips. Um, you could leave a message right here. Um, and, you know, there's there's a lot of ways that you could uh, get in touch with me. And I would be happy to. And, and not only would I be happy to listen to you, but I would be happy to provide my opinion in regards to what, you know, could what should be done or what could be done and, and things and things like that. So if I really, I really hope that you have a lot of questions about some of the things that I said in this episode um, so that we can make this, you know, keep improving this podcast and keep improving your, your listening experience for you as, as the listener. So, um, well, thank you, listener. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed this episode of Aaron's show. Um, and by the way, before I close, I just want to remind you that if you do not have Anchor.fm, do not fret, do not worry, because Aaron's show is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. So either way, you can always listen to Aaron's show no matter what platform you want to listen to me on. It's still the same show. Um, so... Into, so today, you've been listening to Aaron's show. This is the podcast for blind persons about blind people, the issues in the blindness community, our families, friends, co-workers, and educational issues. I really hope that you have a great day, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you will comment below so that we can keep the conversation going. Have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. Pretzels, look. What, Chips? Look. Who's the new guy? Fanta. I think he's looking at me. Uh, Pretzels, you got it twisted. He's looking at me. Stop being salty, Chips. We both got a chance. Shh, he's coming over. Ladies. Hi. And hello to you. Back at you, handsome. Fanta picked beef jerky? Mm, girl, we're gonna be here a while. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. 
Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.